Welcome to Into the Time Vortex podcast. This is episode three, and we will be talking about Doctor Who season nine. Uh, episodes this time out is The Girl Who Died and The Woman Who Lived. Enjoy. So, my name is Ken. I'm Jeff. Jonathan. I'm Scott. Julia. Brendan. Epis- this, we are covering episodes five and six of Doctor Who series nine. And they are. And begin. <laughs> oh, right. So, so episode, episode five, The Girl Who Died. Episode six, The Woman Who Lived. I, did I... I get everything right so far. So, yeah, yeah. Yes. Good. I'm still not good at this podcasting thing. No, that's <laughs> fine. Doctor Who. So. I like it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right, first off, the, the big elephant in the room. Maisie. Maisie. I didn't a like lot her. of you recognize from Game of Thrones. I didn't like her in the first episode, but I thought she was really good in the second one. Yeah. Is her character... I- um, similar to the Game of Thrones character, Julia? I believe not it. really. Mm. Yeah. I mean, um... She's much more focused in Game of Thrones. In in this episode, at least in the first episode, she was much more dreamy and artistic. Um, in the second episode, she's much more heartless, which she also is in Game of Thrones. Yes. But so, thinking about it for clarity's sake, should we just afford the character as a shadow through the whole thing, even though she isn't going by that name by Paul Two? Part Two, she, her name is me. Paul, no, she. That's not really a name, is it? No, but that's what she's so she like. calls herself she's, just Lady Me. Yeah, Lady Me, which is Me, me is short for missing episodes. Huh. No. <laughs> so, okay. Well, yeah, is missing this, episodes, and then parts of the diary were missing. Yes, she's a Shilda. No, it's not that. a Shilda. So now, it's not so back. is this all one feast of Stephen reference? Okay, now let's, let's get off to the yeah. actual discussion. Okay. So, so post one, Viking village, a bunch of anachronisms we should probably I not that talk about. Episode was stupid. I thought it was too silly. Yeah. You know, exactly when he was training the, the farmers, like the leftover, you know, after all the warriors were gone, and he's making up names for them, that would just seem really flippant. How many people watching this would actually recognize the name ZZ Top? That, oh, I, yeah, that was a little true. funny. I How many people that. would recognize the Benny Hill theme? I did. That was funny. Most of us did because it's. That was like a dream come true for you, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, because I've always visualized New Doctor Who with the Benny Hill theme, because a lot of times. Why is everyone complaining about it being silly when the whole series from 2005 on has been silly? I mean, you know, it's like, I didn't think this was any sillier than anything. Well, the, the whole series, <laughs> since the beginning, though, is meant to be sort of geared towards children. And it's become a thing that adults love. Wasn't he Davis pitched it as a drama, not as science fiction? Because the BBC doesn't do science fiction anymore. When I heard the Many Hill theme, I definitely thought of you, and I just started laughing, going, Ken's going to love it. Yeah, because every time I watch a show, that's what I hear that music in the background, especially the uh, Love and Monsters episode, where they're going back and forth. And, oh, 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 yeah, yeah that oh, is oh, silly. Yeah. Uh, well, it's an episode awful. I rated that one a negative five out of ten. Thank you. If I could just <laughs> jump to the end of the episode, I really, I I know it was kind of silly, and, and um, but I just like the fact that he threatened the, the main villain with... Exposing him as a coward for wetting his pants, but and he's going to broadcast it to every planet in the universe if he doesn't leave. And that was a good, you know. Usually he'll he'll like destroy a villain or send send them somewhere, but in this case it was like to save him from, you know, like black blackmailing him not to sure. invade. <laughs> putting it on galactic YouTube. Well, it was like the first episode that Matt Smith was in too. He did the same thing. He, you know, sent them away. 
the earth is defended. It was just lazy. I mean, <laughs> come on. Electric Hello, I'm the doctor, basically why? Oh, I mean, electric eels, really? Like, uh, yeah, okay. Well, the electric eels thing bugged the heck out of me because electric there eels. are no electric eels in northern Europe. There, electric eels live in South America. Because they had them shipped water. from another... <laughs> yeah. yeah, they shipped them. By a Viking parcel service. They were Vikings. It was a good they, thing. The baby was fascinated with the electric oh. eels because the doctor had never known they were there. He speaks baby. he could speak baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, was a nice, it was a little jokey line, but then he actually is, I mean, does speak it. Like, I mean, playing a joke completely serious this time, like... When we first heard the Doctor Speaks Baby back with Storm again, Dark Lord of All, that was a joke. When we hear it here, it's not a joke. Yeah. Um, I thought this episode was almost a perfect blueprint of what Doctor Who is. I thought the idea of him going into a village, the village is, something's going on, and there's uh, an alien influence or whatever... He kind of changes things around. He gets the people kind of behind him. He comes up with some elaborate plan, and then they put it through. I thought it really fit that blueprint perfectly. And as I was watching it, I really felt this was the closest to a classic episode that we've seen in a while. Uh, It certainly wasn't perfect because it had all these issues with the... um, I, I thought the comedy was pretty good where he's like, I don't care about what your real name is. I'm making names up because I don't have time to deal with it. And I, I like that, but uh, you know, the baby stuff was kind of like no, that was dumb. Yeah, and but um, I didn't like the part that they had to describe, explain why he has that face. Oh, with the the callback to because, Fires of Pompeii. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this is I mean, this in a sense did alright. So I mean. I'm pretty sure everyone on, on Heal has seen Arc of Infinity. No, I'm not talking about Arc of Infinity here. <laughs> But although yes, we've all seen Alk of Infinity, but yes. what I'm what I'm seeing here is Capaldi was in Torchwood Children Wolf with a with a certain immortal character and He was in World War Z. But it is as a Who Doctor. I think we've been through all of this yeah, already. I didn't but need to pander to the fans and explain why he had the face because when Colin Baker took over, nobody cared why he has you know Maxwell's face. Yeah. yeah. Although, although no, we, we don't, who cares that he's because you know, I think Stephen Moffat is listening to the fans too much. Yeah, he does. He and the fans want to know why Peter Capaldi's the Doctor when he was in Fires of Pompeii. I mean, te- technically, it was Russell T. Davis who came up with that explanation, sort of. Even of oh, you mean for Martha? No, 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 not for Martha. Actually, Tone Sticks came up with the explanation for Martha, unless he got it from Davis. Tone Sticks had been writing before. Russell T. Davis had it in the actual episode. We're getting off topic again. Well, so, I, oh, sorry. I agree with Ken as far as like the classic feel to it. I, I felt the same way. It reminded me of one of those like pseudo historicals, like the Visitation or mm-hmm. something. Did you know that Colin Baker was supposed to be in the Five Doctors? No. Colin Baker? Apparently, oh. yes. No, yeah, Maxwell was supposed to be in it. Maxwell, yeah. Oh. Anyway, we're off topic again. <laughs> the, uh, go ahead. Yeah, you were just oh, I, I was just saying I got the same like pseudo historical like classic Doctor Who feel to it. Um, I mean, when I would get a full historical again, closest we got was Vincent and the Doctor, and even then it had a, a supernatural threat. Yeah, I don't think they can ever go back to the strict historicals because it doesn't bring in viewers. Yeah, they want they want Daleks. They want you know. Well, if they did it like the Romans, they made it 
I, I remember um, during the wilderness years um, going to a convention and listening to Paul Cornell do a panel on the, the books. And there was one particular novel, I don't think I had read it just yet because it had just come out. And it was a novel, and I don't remember the name of it, where he is basically going in and fixing every single continuity error from the books as well as the TV series. Because the TV series is littered with them because it lasts so long. Yeah. And at the time, I remember going, oh, wow, good. They finally explained that. They finally explained that. But after a while, you're like, boy, the whole book is like this. And it's like there's a, there's a story behind it, but they throw stuff oh, in. Oh, you mean the discontinuity? Oh, no. Oh. War of the Daleks. War of the Daleks. No. That I, one. It might have been. I don't, I don't remember. It doesn't matter. But the point is that that segment where they were talking about fires of Pompeii reminds me of like well how I gotta explain why this happened so here it is right here they didn't have to they didn't have to speaking of fires of Pompeii did they ever explain Amy yeah, ever explain Helen Gillen? Although it's both, but she was in makeups. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but anyway, I couldn't recognize her after I knew the facts. Explain why he has that face. Yeah. but when he was cast, people were making up for how can he be the doctor when he was in the episode Fires of Pompeii? I'm like, but it's happened before. before. It's happened before. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing, though. Spent too much time. Like no one complained when David Tennant was cast. He'd done the audio plays. Well, that's different. That's different. Yeah, that's yeah. different. Okay. But, but anyway, on but those guys who do remember, he played a Nazi in Big Finish number twenty-five. Yeah, but yeah, so, but you know, but you didn't Kulitz, see his face; it was just his voice. Yeah, yeah. His voice. So why did you accent. sound like that guy from? <laughs> well, I, I, mean, I, mean, I didn't care for the by first part all that much because it was just too silly. And yeah, yeah. Now, electric eels and makes her more like, oh, I'm just going to take this and put it on her forehead and save her. Yes. Yeah. Break yeah. all the rules. Get out of get out of death free card. Yeah. yeah. Which maybe, maybe maybe the doctor should revoke Santonio that to work on time worlds. Mm-hmm. Which means it's part two. Well, yeah. and, and at the end there, he he wasn't going to save her. He was going to let her die. And then he changed. Clara changes his mind, I guess. And yeah, because so you flash back to yeah. you know, oh, they were yeah, Donna's crying. Just save one. Person. So now, is he going to do that from now on? Is he going to be the doctor and save people? I mean, is he not doing that now? Was he was his character starting to veer off, and now he's back on track again? We don't really see it in the next story because they kind of go off on a tangent. But is there a lesson to be learned there, or is mm. it just something they? Probably not. <laughs> I thought they were going to show that there's bad consequences to doing that, well, but but then that's what happened but, in part two. We yeah. see the bad consequences because she becomes uh, she becomes heartless and yeah. unfeeling and so sort of like the bad what we saw in the long game back in series one. The doctor left without really seeing he, he, he fixing the situation, and then a hundred years later, eight of the dollars are taken over. I'm sure torture came and took him away. <laughs> so, um, but then they didn't stick with that. They, she she started to feel bad later. She got a heart, and um, so they undid the having bad consequences. So I'm not sure. Yeah, this is just another. Well, I, mean, so I, I don't, don't think her story's over. I mean, do right. we see her? I mean, being yes, a robber and spending all this money and doing things this, through time, the all one, through history. But so the. I think so, her story is not over. I think I'm sure she'll show up in because she knew a little in part two. Finale. She knew a little bit too much about the doctor, and he never told her anything about him. Mm-hmm. Probably she knew about the TARDIS. She knew about all the companions. Technically, she only knew he knew he had a ship. Yeah, but she didn't know what type of ship. 
Yeah, because it wasn't around. Then, yeah. You know, How did she know it was going through time and space? How did she know that he, she wanted to go with him to leave? Maybe maybe she checked with everyone else who else would hold the name Doctor and... Well, that's what she said at the end. She said, I, I know what's going on. And I got the impression that she was talking to, uh, to people who know the doctor. Who have had run-ins with him that maybe hey, haven't Jamie, made it to the TV up to 16, show. what, 16, 25, whatever. So is there anyone that she, he would have run into before that? Most likely, yes. Well, Vicky was in the uh, left in the. Uh, yeah, but it doesn't necessarily have to have been Vicky, shown Vicky on television. Dead. Vicky was already dead by that point, though. So it, it would yeah, have to be. So it would have to be like from the big Finnish audios, or from the novels, or something. We just. No, I think, think there's more to this story. I think yeah. someone told yeah. us something. Well, did the did the worst Some, designed alien ever tell oh, her? Lenny the the lion there. The lion. With that, <laughs> oh yeah. That, brief, brief that was the fire. thing that the whole episode at the end was like. Oh, by the way, we need a antagonist. We need yeah, they, something that, bad. To it happen. felt like that. They tacked that on, and that was but, rushed. It was in. like really bad cats, and cats was already really bad. <laughs> I guess one recurring theme here is he saves somebody, and then lives to regret it. Kind of like he saves Davros, and yeah, then, that's then true. they have the, then there's the dogs, and he saves um, the me character, and then then she's kind of um, working against him later and. Yeah, because we'll see she was, if that keeps on happening. Because she was in the selfie. It's clear mm-hmm. her selfie. She was in the background with like evil eyes. Like, I'm gonna well, what's you. her motive? Not necessarily evil, they were evil I think they were just oh, sort yeah, of like, I see you. I know who this woman is. That she's affiliated with you, and I because she remembered Clara of all. She couldn't remember her name, and she couldn't remember her father's name, but she remembered Clara, and she remembered the doctor from the first episode. Okay, right. so. So like, and she also says, "What are you gonna? Something you gonna let Clara return the dust or something like that?" She said, "Maybe mention like like you're gonna be there when Clara dies or something." There's some abandonment issues. It seems like people like they can be saved by him, but if he leaves them for too long, they'll turn they'll turn against them. Remember, the doctor did abandon Jack. He abandoned everyone. He's yeah. abandoned a lot of people. His own granddaughter for crying out loud. I mean, <laughs> one day I should come back. Oh, wait, I'll and have regenerated generate seven times by then. Yeah, yeah. he locked the door in her. Oh, he can't come in and see you. Yeah, and then what's, you know, if she's from Gallifrey, then her husband David's going to die, and she's still going to be, you know, around for thousands of years. That's cruel. That's the cruelest thing. I, I thought the best part of the story was that whole concept of living, like, you don't know what it's like. Well, actually, I do... And they make it like you're alone, and you know, I, I like that idea. I felt like the writer kind of went with that, and then didn't know how to end it. So that's why they brought in the Lion King there, or whatever. And with the, the Lion King, with the, <laughs> yeah, the Fisher King, the Lion King with with <laughs> fire. Lenny the Lion. I thought the story was good because it was like Capaldi's solo, and yeah. they did a whole bunch of. When I mean, why was when Jenna Coleman leaves? Maybe it wouldn't be a bad idea to have the Twelfth Doctor on his own for a couple of stories because it looked like he can just carry the show on his own with a guest star. It's, I mean, he's, you need someone he was, to keep him in in a, well. Uh, they, they yeah, can also didn't they lead try up to that, that though with Amy? Didn't Amy leave for a few episodes and then? Not no. necessarily. I mean, I mean, every, no, I episode that Amy left, they had I a think, guest companion. You know, Peter Capaldi could. Probably pull it out because he's that good of an actor. But can the doctor do it again? Though? So yeah, why? Yeah, but they can have a storyline leading up to that where yeah. he gets a companion. Because so he why needs didn't someone. we? So why didn't we have much claw in this episode? Was Jennifer? Because she was probably out auditioning for the Victor- Queen Victoria. <laughs> the no, they, TV show. they mentioned why she was not there. Yeah, Taekwondo. Yeah, that's all. 
But this is a series of time travel. in that one because she was probably auditioning for Victoria or something like that. Yeah. Well, just because the doctor leaves her doesn't mean it doesn't do anything when she's doing it. She, you know, he goes off and he does stuff. So that yeah. the lights through the oh, I didn't like that. that oh, movie. the glowing eyes like a jack lantern. Yeah, that was just she's that was just like fake, like a fake out maybe to make you think that there was a more evil person still than this lion guy. I did like when he came out with Darcy. He had that perky type device looking for them. I mean, more. Of, I thought it more of a more of a thing that goes ding when those stuff. Yeah. No, but it was kind of because he he makes gadgets like the Doctor used to do. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah there's nothing was, wrong with that, but it didn't say the. Well, no, he wasn't supposed yeah. to do it. So to just find that jewel. about about Maisie's character with all her various names and Jack. I mean. We sort, of, we sort of already know that they haven't met each other yet because because that's part of Jack's character. Character in that Jack, everyone he's met has and died. He said you meet him later. Yes, which from... Yes, the doctor said to Lady Me that you'll meet Jack later, but here we all... We all almost oh. 150 years yeah, after Jack. So I think he's assuming because any, any attractive woman is going to be hit on eventually by Maybe. Jack. Maybe. But he, I mean, he was never it's alone. A, a big he just, world. I he mean, just so. slept with anything I want. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, and I assume, I assume the problem with that is that, I mean, all throughout Torchwood, Jack mentions multiple times that everyone he's met died. So maybe the two of them haven't met yet, and maybe this is a. And maybe well, since, that's not true because he met the doctor, and the doctor hasn't died. Well, do- the doctor's regenerated. Multiple times. Well, but anyway, back to I mean, if I met a million people and one of them was, I, I don't, I could, I would still say everyone I meet dies. It's just a statement. Oh, wait, so, oh, wait, so the next question is, what happened to that other Sam guy who became immortal? Did he? Well, they said that the, the energy probably used that all up. The doctor yeah. also said that was a lie, but he said he didn't actually know. Yeah, he said he didn't actually know. So, so that guy could still know, be running around somewhere. Maybe. It could be bad, which would be cool because the guy who played him is a huge Doctor Who fan and oh, has a Dalek tattooed on his arm. Are we going to see that in the show? <laughs> no. Hopefully not. Yeah, his name is Rufus Hound and he's got he's a huge Who fan. The Hound? The, no, he's not the Hound. <laughs> oh, okay. But he, All right, his so. name is Rufus Hound. Was he a comedian? I don't know. I, I don't. So, I'd, I'd never heard of him before. Yeah, yeah, the kitchen sink idea of throwing everything at the end of the fin- in the finale. Maybe he'll be in the last episode. Well, I mean, maybe he'll be. Maybe. So I doubt it. Talks to my theory that there really are only about fifteen actors in in Britain, mm. and they are all in everything. Yeah. <laughs> I think the only person who hasn't been on Doctor Who is probably Dame Maggie Smith. Maggie yeah. Smith hasn't been in. Well, she's been in everything else. Really. She's been in everything else. She I mean, yeah, it's it like everyone who was the right age was on a Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then you know, Harry and Jones, Prime like, Minister, is on Downton Abbey. Yeah, I, anyway, I yes, like Doctor Who. Yes. <laughs> See, I tried to explain that to my mother. She's not into Doctor Who, and I was watching Downton Abbey with her. And I'm like, oh, it's it's the Prime Minister. <laughs> yes. and I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> anyway, I like the second part better than the first yes. part. Yes. So which? So we set out, but not by much. We still have two minutes to finish this up. What's the up what was the best part of this two bottle? Uh, that it ended? <laughs> <laughs> I like the first episode better than the second one. I thought the second one was kind of rushed. The stuff, I mean, I hate to say it, but that I like the one on one when they were con- confronting and she was telling him how, you know, I hate being immortal and blah, 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 blah. And so you didn't like her as an actress? Uh, Maisie? Yeah. Well, it's not that I didn't like her as an actress. It's 
Who like was dubbing her voice? Well, that was pretty. That, that was, was pretty, that was kind of. Yeah, well, she did good job disguising her voice there. Too good. <laughs> it sounded kind of. I thought the that maybe the lion was doing it. No. I was thinking at first. Her, but that, but that, my but that doesn't look in context because we hear that voice I know, coming from her lips. So, yeah, so she's had like over good five hundred years to practice. So yeah, that's right. She she did say, explain that you know. Mm-hmm. So she's an expert on everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Which would make which would make the perfect villain. If if, see, if, we're, if she, we're not ta- if we're not taking the master slash Missy series thing anymore. Yeah, they're all going to come back. <laughs> yeah, eventually. They're all going to come back. Remember, Sam is supposed to come back. Spoilers. This season, yeah. Yeah, Christmas. Yeah, the Christmas Oops. episode. They should bring back the Ford. Too much. So, yes. Brothers Army. This whole year not coming back. <laughs> 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 the Lonnie. Oh, okay, Galloway Abe's joke. Okay, so I guess we are out of time. Thank you for listening to Into the Time Vortex. Please listen to our other podcasts, which include discussions and exclusive interviews with Doctor Who celebrities.